Papa Was a Preacher by Eileen Porter, read by Amy Zook on Anchor from Grandma's Bookshelf. The Memory is Blessed Hugh's marriage marked the end of a significant period in our family life, the years when all eight of us children were living together in our parsonage home. As Candler was only six when Hugh left, they were all too few. Though each of us feels a share in what came before he was born and after he went out into the world, we cherish the memory of those years of love and growth we spent all together. If but one moment of them, we could hold in our hands forever. It would be the silver wedding anniversary when Papa and Mother reenacted their marriage ceremony with the eight of us as their wedding party. More than a hundred friends came to share our happiness. As they arrived, Ed, always dignified, and Gil, our hero of information, ushered them to their places. When all was in ready, Jeanette took her place at the piano, as she had done for countless other weddings, and played the serenade. Then Cecil read lines from Robert Browning. Grolled along with me, the best is yet to come, the last of life for which the first was made. The voice was Cecil's voice, but the words were as if Mother herself spoke them, for had she not coached Cecil in the interpretation for weeks? As Jeanette began a musical prelude, I stepped forward to recite James Wickham Riley's much-loved poem, As Old Sweetheart of Mine. Attired in a rustling, full-skirted dress to fill the dream of any child and deflate the pocketbook of any preacher, I rose to the height of ten-year-old solemnity. Raybon followed. Standing near the piano, he sang, All love to something to feel your kind hand, and yes, to something by your side to stand. Then came the wedding march. Hugh, 23 and already a full-fledged minister, walked up to take his place at the altar, banked with pink gladolia and fern. Candler sedately marched forward with a white satin pillow bearing the ring, the same gold band with which Papa and Mother had sealed their vows a quarter century before. Mother entered on Papa's arm, and together they stood at the altar facing Hugh. Papa looked proudly down at his bride, who was gowned in soft gray chiffon over shell pink. Her hair was delicately gray now, and her kimono beauty was luminous in the candlelight. Edwin, wilt thou have this woman to thy wedded wife? I will, Papa tenderly responded. Turning to Mother, Hugh asked the corresponding question, and lifting sweetly companionable eyes to Papa, she replied, I will. After the final amen, Hugh remained in his place, and striking the same dignified air that Papa always used for his first sermon in any new place, spoke briefly to our friends. It has been said that we always seem young to those who are older, and old to those who are younger. Twenty-five years seems a long time to me, since that is more years than I have lived. But we think of our parents as still young, because they have heard the challenge of the great educator who said, Come, let us live with our children. Some parents live for their children. But ours are living with us. They have always entered into our play, our work, our study. And so we grow together. We have had our problems and heartaches, as do all families. But as the oldest, I speak for the others in saying that our parsonage life is a happy one. We would not exchange it for the wealth of kings. It was only a few months afterwards that Hugh married. And in all too rapid succession, the other began to follow. And then one day, Mother characteristically stepped out ahead upon an unfamiliar path. Years of living so near the heart of life had weakened her own heart, but she continued to drink deeply and joyously of experience until that day when, in the midst of it all, serenely as she had lived, she stepped into a greater silence. As she walks in splendor, the valiant heart of her and eight younger hearts beats on. Her love is in our memory, her faith, 
our boundless heritage. Papa is still carrying on the work he loves. His birthdays show that he has passed the age for active ministry, but his strength and point of view seem ageless. Since there is a preacher shortage, Papa serves a full-time church. Being a shepherd to his flock, comforting those in sorrow, performing marriages, christening babies, filling his pulpit on Sunday, and holding Wednesday night prayer services, he's still a vital part of the American way of life. A young grandson visited him one recent Sunday. As they walked home from church, Papa failed to notice a little bundle under Billy's arm or took it to be his usual Sunday school papers. When Papa was settled in his armchair, Billy climbed up into his lap. You know something, Granddaddy? He said. You're the best preacher in the whole world. Your sermons are just exactly right. That's so, Bill, said Papa, his chest expanding. Yeah, said Bill. I like them. You're just right. You know why? Papa did not know. They're just exactly three funny books long. Keeping step with modern trends unknowingly, but holding high the same banner. Papa is a preacher still.